My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for the interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Alicia Wilderson. She is a coach, speaker, author who helps female coaches launch or relaunch their business to 10K plus per month of reoccurring revenue by teaching them how to close uh, daily sales. She's also the host of Soul Fire Podcast. Guys, I kept it really brief because I'm going to just allow Alicia to come on here and, you know, fill in those gaps and tell us a little bit about her story. How did she get to where she is today? Welcome to the show, Power Coach Alicia here, everybody. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh my gosh, where do I start? I don't even know where to start. Um, My journey started about, uh, I guess, 2007. I have been an entrepreneur since then. I left my job and I've never worked for anybody, you know, since then. But um, I really started in the direct sales MLM industry and kind of blazed my trail and was the breadwinner for my family doing parties and taking care of um, them. And then I decided that I wanted to branch out and be a speaker But then I hired this coach and she was like, well, it takes three to five years to be a speaker. So what are you good at that you could do to make money between now and then? And I was like, well, you know, I'm pretty good at direct sales. And so I I built a coaching business, coaching direct sellers. And then I hit this point where I just didn't want that to be my target market anymore. And then I stepped into the female coaches and, you know, that's where I'm at now. And it's been a crazy, crazy journey. And that is for sure. I can imagine. Well, congratulations <laughs> for where you're are, you're at today. I mean, you stepped into what you were passionate about um, and, you know, it took off. So that's incredible. Yes. Now, based on where you're at today, tell us a little bit about, you know, if we could just dive into, if we could just dive into, I guess, you know, how you deliver your services and offers. I do most of my stuff like online on Facebook, right? So I do a lot there. Um, I do like sales calls. I do free workshops. I have rock camps that I do. I mean, um, but that's mostly how I'm, you know, connecting with people and adding value and really showing up. Um, But yeah, hopefully that answered the question. (laughs) Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. Now, um, what, what is your favorite part about coaching in today's, uh, in today's day (laughs) and your least favorite thing. Ooh, those are great questions. So my favorite part in coaching in today's day and age would be, um, just the ability to connect with people like virtually all over the world like this. You know, I, I absolutely love that you get to see their face, you get to connect with their energy. 
Um, I remember there was a time where people thought, oh my gosh, you like, you won't be able to get in and feel people's energy through a computer screen, but it's just so not true, you know? So I absolutely love being able to meet new people and talk to people all around the world. Um, I would say one of the least things that I like, I think is working from home. I think I'm really stepping into the fact that I would rather like be in an office somewhere. I used to really love it, but yeah. now I'm like, Ooh, I want to get out of the environment. You know, sometimes I'm at home for six days in a row. I don't leave. I don't go anywhere. So, um, that'd probably be the thing that I like the least is just, um, it just kind of feeling like you don't have anywhere you're going. There isn't really um, human to human contact when you have an online business. I mean, there is virtually through the screen, but you know, like rubbing elbows and hugging and that yeah. sort of thing. So I guess it's the the positive and the negative there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you mentioned, uh, connecting with people all over the world virtually. It's, it's amazing. Um, how much you can do that through podcasting, right? Where we would have never done that before. Right. I, um, I don't know if you feel the same way, but the opportunities are endless. And just by having a podcast now, we can touch on the podcast again in a minute, but I did really want to dive in for the next little bit here before we talk about the podcast as to how to burn a 500k business to the ground. I know this conversation can go many different ways, but let's let's dive into that and then we'll we'll take it from there. Yeah, so I um once I launched my direct sales coaching business I hired these marketing coaches and I, my business went from $2,000 a month to right around $56,000 a month in a year. It was a very, very, very fast moving um, growth. And what happened in that year was that I wasn't growing along as a person. I was growing as a business owner and learning like funnels and automation and webinars and ads and all of those things and structuring memberships and programs. So I was growing as a business owner in that way, but my me wasn't growing at the rate that my money was right in managing that money and paying a team and making that money work for me. Um, and also the biggest part of it was I built that half a million dollar business as an edited version of myself. So, um, during the first, I don't know, three ish years, I didn't swear. I wasn't in your face. I wasn't very bold and I'm extremely bold. I swear all the time. And I'm like yeah. very assertive. It's who I am, but I edited it all out because I knew that if I built that business as an edited version of myself, that I would build it fast and I would make a ton of money, right? Because I'd be removing any barrier. So the truth was that worked. But when I arrived at my best month ever, $76,000 is sitting in my bank account. I was depressed. Like I was sad and I was crying. And I remember my mom was like, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, like you love money. You love nice things. Are you pregnant? Like I'm so confused on why you're so emotional. And at the time I didn't know, I didn't know why I felt sad because for all intents and purposes, I had done it. I had reached my ultimate goal and what I wanted to achieve. And I was so proud of myself. It's why I hired the coaches. It's why I built the business, right? I could take care of my family. I could go anywhere, buy anything. But the hindsight was when you build a business as an edited version of yourself, not being true to yourself and you build a business and you are not growing along with that business, you will literally destroy it because you cannot maintain that level. Right. And so somebody might say, well, you could have grown into it after that. It doesn't usually work like that. Right. Your growth right. usually comes off of 
burning it all to the ground, ruining it all and going, okay, I'm never doing that again. Because in the midst of it, you don't know what's going on. You don't know why you feel the way you do. You don't know why you feel so disconnected and why you should be happy based on what you see, but you're not. And man, it was, it was a hard lesson. So for the last five years, I have been working through like, okay, who do I need to be to build the business that I want to be right. That I want to have, like, what does that look like? How do I feel? What does that journey feel like? What am I doing day in and day out? How long am I working? How much am I actually willing to sacrifice? Cause that was the other thing that I did is I sacrificed everything, everything mm -hmm. to build that business. So, yeah. I get you where you say, uh, you know, you had everything and you should have been happy, but yet you still weren't fulfilled. I have gone through something like that actually in 2022. And it was like, why am I not happy? I've everything I've ever wanted. And yes. totally, totally changed my whole world. And I had to start similar to yourself. I'm sure start from the ground up again, like start from scratch. And it was really tough, but I already had felt better about it because I was being authentic as to who I am, you know? So I completely can understand that hundred percent. Now, Absolutely. now as power coach Alicia, now this is the authentic Alicia. This is the one 100%. who doesn't have perfect. I love that. And, yeah. and how do you feel in this, this position now in life? Like just, you know, much better. I'm sure. It's like this catch 22, right? Because that traction that I had there, I really associate it one with, you know, being away. And so it's like disassociating that your, my success didn't come from the edited version of myself. My success came mm -hmm. from the action that I was taking. Right. So there was a lot of growth that had to happen there. And so now like I'm not an edited version of myself and I show up, but sometimes I find there's still that disconnection of that level of success and being me. Right. So working through that, like ceiling that your tribe, you can have a multi-million dollar business as you by attracting your tribe. Like it doesn't have anything to do with that. Right. So always working through those limiting beliefs to, to grow uh, bigger and bigger and reach my goals now for sure. But I absolutely feel so much better. I'm liberated. I'm free. Um, I don't have to process every word that comes out of my mouth or, you know, worry what somebody's going to think. And I'm not wasting time having conversations about offending people because I am me. So there's a lot of liberation in being your authentic self in business, whatever that looks like for you. Absolutely. Now let's talk a little bit about the soul fire podcast. When did you start it? What were your intentions behind it and where are you at today? So funny enough, um, I started the soul fire podcast in August of 21, I believe it was. And my whole intention behind it was for me to get behind the mic and riff from my soul and just say whatever the hell it was I wanted to say at that deep level that would just hit you in your gut and just, I don't know, open you up to like fight for yourself and, you know, live as who you are and do the work so that you can be happy and love yourself and connected to yourself. So that's why my tagline is real life, real shit, real raw, because it was just all about that. And my journey and just however I felt along that journey, I absolutely love the podcast. And as my business has you know, evolved. I have two divisions. I have a life coaching division and a business division. And it's like, 
doing my best to build this um, empire while consistently rolling out new podcast episodes has been one of my biggest challenges. So as much as I've loved doing the podcast, it was like one of the things that I had to say, okay, I've got to, you know, put this on hold, or maybe that was season one, and then I'll roll out like a season two of that. But it's been, um, it's almost been like a sad thing because it was a big part of what I did but I just don't know how to harmonize that with two divisions and doing my best to find that like foundation and consistency now. Yeah, I hear you. And it's like, I I hear this quite often too, you know, you put a lot of time and effort into it. And some people don't, some people that I've noticed on podcast interviews have kind of said the same thing, but all the time and effort with not a lot in return, you know? So it can be hard when, especially having two different divisions that you're taking care of as well. So mm-hmm. you're definitely not alone on that. Um, now how did the podcast tie into your business at, before you put it on hold and stuff? Did it at all, um, attract clientele or. Yeah, definitely attracted clientele. It's still live out there. We still market the podcast episodes every single week. So it's part of our content plan. Um, just because it's such a powerful podcast. So what will happen is, um, somebody will listen to a podcast episode and then I'll get a Facebook message. It was like, oh my gosh, that was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, I want to know more about your shift happens program, or that was exactly what I needed to hear. I'm ready to just like step in and do the work to build this business, you know? So yeah. Absolutely. And I find it amazing how so, so many people come on to my interview and they're like, you know what? just when you think not everyone's like, maybe you're not touching everyone with your podcast episodes or whatever it might be. Then later down the road, they get someone that comes up or quite a few people saying, you know what, I've been binge watching your episodes and I trust you. You know, I, I feel like I, I know you and I'm ready to work with you. So absolutely. It builds so much authority and credibility as well. So it's incredible. Absolutely. And that's why I keep it up and like, I know that when I'm ready to step back into it, like that continuation of it, but I want to have a, a more solid plan of like, I, I have this big belief system that you do never, you never want to add anything to your business and actions that you take that you don't know what you're doing with it, what that end goal is. So what happens, I think is a lot of people launch a podcast believing that it's going to help them build their business, but they actually don't have the track and the plan and have that mapped out of like how that podcast is going to fit in, how they are going to have that ROI on that and how they're going to consistently market it. They're thinking that they have this podcast and they distribute it to all the different channels. And then the algorithm of those channels are going to take forward and they will after you do the work to get it there. And so I think that that was one of my biggest mistakes in launching the podcast is not have like, what was my main intention? with it besides just what I said originally of getting to that soul and that heart like how did I actually want to blow it up and tie it back to my business yeah and you're so right I mean the average podcast that people put up after seven episodes if they're not getting that traction and you know return of investment then they just quit Uh, truthfully a lot of people seven episodes uh, yeah if you look at this a lot, or, yeah, after not getting traction. And you know what I find when I hear that, I've heard it so many times. Um, basically, it's a lot of the time it's when people are just doing solo episodes and they run out of content. You know, um, I don't find that as 
um, common when they're doing interviews because then you just don't run out of things to talk about when you have someone, right? Yeah. But um, however, I think you're correct. Like you need a you need an end goal and and a plan as to how it's going to pan out once you start one and go all in. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, definitely not alone there though. So any big focus or desire within the next six months and then again within 12 months from now? Uh, my big focus right now is just uh, figuring out how to create a consistent lead generation machine to plug into all the power that uh, we have been building and the systems that we've been building. So we're really focused on um, basically automated lead, automated lead gen um, in my new target market. Cause I stepped away from direct sellers about seven months ago. And now my target is female coaches. And so just building my audience with this target market and finding my soulmate clients and that sort of thing. Like that's my big focus, um, right now. And definitely building my company to, um, over half a million dollars this year. Amazing. This is really exciting. And 2023, you know what? everything is possible. So it's super exciting to hear that. I love when people have the big goals and they're ready for it and they go all in. So now I I know we have such short episodes, but I just want to give you the the last couple minutes here to really dive into your business. If there's anything else that you'd like to share with my listeners um, before we hop off, this would be the time now to do it. Okay. Sounds good. Um, One thing that I I definitely want to share is like a takeaway is that In business, you can get so distorted with the daily actions that you're taking that you think that they're leading you to your goal. And so I would, sorry, I wouldn't, sorry. No, no worries. I have my dog goes off all the time. Three dogs and a pig. So, um, I would would encourage you to look at your daily sales activities that you do and ask yourself, are they actually sales activities? Like is what I'm doing day in and day out actually leading to the sale of my business, like the sale of my offer, or is it busy work? 99% of the businesses that I offer it. It's busy work. Yes. Content is important, but if you wake up every day and you post content and you believe that that is your sales activity, but then you're not reaching your goals, you need to ask yourself what intentional action am I taking to lead my leads from cold to sold. And, um, I have put together a cheat sheet. It's the five steps to launching or relaunching your business that I would love to share the link on if that's okay with you. hundred percent. I would okay. love that. All right, 100%. cool, cool. So you can go to grabyourcheatsheet.com and um, you know, download that and just kind of like walk through the different areas of your business. They're the areas that I really focus on when I'm working with people. And it it really does tie into that whole what are you doing day in and day out that that's actually leading to the sale, like building out your offer, building, you know, back end stuff. Yes. Back end stuff is important, but not if you don't know how to sell on the front end. Right. So I just, that's so important. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to share that before the end of the call. And you know what, I hope in, you know, 2023, by the end of 2023, we get back on a podcast as well. I love having my guests on a few times and um, see where we're at at then. I would love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, Alicia. 
group. If you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on just like power coach Alicia did today to share your story, talk about the business and podcast, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.